0: Oh shit man, you know what I'm saying? We are officially here. This is the end of the year for people who don't know. We are celebrating the year of 2022. This is the official for the love of 2022 episode episode 50 first and foremost. So I just want to give a round of applause to the big 50 and 5-0 episodes for for the love, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot on your next And it wouldn't be for the love without the people, man. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost. So, again, thanks all the supporters, you know what I'm saying, from all DSPs, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and et cetera. You get what I'm saying? We still coming at your neck and we still progressing. But like I said, man, this is the official 2022 for the love edition. We are recapping the moments, the culture moments and all the fuckery. And we here, man. You know, so a lot of great things done happen this year within the pod, within real life, you know, culture, things, et cetera, whatever topic that you are familiar with and you're used to. You know what I'm saying? Now, with this episode, we are going to recap all the viral moments, great moments, even sad moments, bad times, because you got to recap those as well. You know, things related into the culture, sports and music. And, of course, everything else in regards to what we went through this year with the pod, man. So a lot of shit we're going to cover. But first, we're going to get into the culture things just to get into that to start with, you know. And then we're going to jump ship to the music and then keep it sports. You know what I'm saying? So before we get started, just want to shout out my sponsors, you know, that's Rico and Chico from down the block. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the two fiends that's outside, you know, holding it down, things of that sort. And of course, this is for the love, man. So we're going to keep it pushing and we're going to get this list started, man, because we got a lot of shit that we got to cover. And we only condensed it to five. You know what I'm saying? So if you got a top ten list, or top fifteen, I don't know what to tell you because we broke the shit down to five, man. Because it's only be five great spots, man. So you gotta deal with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You heard Kiss say top five that or alive, so we ain't doing top tens. We ain't doing none of that. This ain't B. Dot and Rap Radar lists or nothing like that. This is for the love. You understand? So oh shit man you know what i'm saying we are officially here this is the end of the year for people who don't know we are celebrating the year of 2022 this is the official for the love of 2022 episode episode 50 first and foremost so i just want to give a round of applause to the big 50 and 50 episodes for for the love you know what i'm saying it's a lot on your necks, and it wouldn't be for the love without the people, man. You know what I'm saying. First and foremost, so again, thanks all the supporters. You know what I'm saying from all DSPs, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and etc. You get know what I'm saying. We still coming at your neck, and we still progressing. But like I said, man, this is the official 2022 for the Love Edition. We are recapping the moments, the culture moments, and all the fuckery, and we here, man. You know, so a lot of great things done happen this year within the pod, within real life, you know, culture things, et cetera, whatever topic that you are familiar with and you're used to. You know what I'm saying? Now, with this episode, we're going to recap all the the viral moments, great moments, even sad moments, bad times because you gotta recap those as well you know things related into the culture sports and music and of course everything else in regards to what we went through this year with the pod man so a lot of shit we're gonna cover but first we're gonna get into the culture things just to get into that to start with you know and then we're gonna jump ship to the music and then keep it sports you know what i'm saying so before we get started just want to shout out my sponsors you know that's rico and chico from down the block you know what i'm saying shout out to the two fiends that's outside you know holding it down things of that sort and of course this is for the love man so we're gonna keep it pushing and we're gonna get this list started man because we got a lot of shit that we got to cover and we only condensed it to five you know what i'm saying so if you got a top ten list, a top fifteen, I don't know what to tell you because we broke the shit down to five, man. Because it's only be five great spots, man. So you gotta deal with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You heard Kiss say top five dead or alive, so we ain't doing top tens. We ain't doing none of that. This ain't B dot. And rap radar lists or nothing like that this is for the love you understand so let's get this shit popping man you know let's get into the culture shit all right you know what i'm saying so like i said man this is the episode for the love of 22 man you know what i'm saying because this is the end of the year we enter in 23 you know what i'm saying new year new beginnings new everything on this point but we of course we're gonna recap the year of 2022 because it's for the love you understand and it's going to be a lot of things that we're going to recap between the good shit, the bad things, you know, of course, we got to get the fuckery out there, the positivity, you know, on the music side, sports side, and of course, cultural related topics and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So throughout the year, it's been a lot of moments. And what I wanted to do was to condense these situations the best way possible in a top five sense so throughout the time and throughout the past twelve months that we witnessed and was blessed to witness I was able to gather top five of my list again this is what I feel was my five now my five isn't the five of law this ain't what lowe thinks has to be for the world you know what I'm saying because that's the beauty of thoughts and opinions and conversations is all perspective you understand so with that being said let's get this shit started you know what i'm saying like i said this is the official for the love recap of 2022 because like i always say it's for the love y'all you know but we're gonna get started with the cultural things that happened this this year because It's a lot of shit we got to cover, man, but let's start with the cultural, then we're going to go from there. So with culture, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to focus on viral moments, funny moments, and more so like what the fuck moments that I call like moments that had niggas like, what the fuck is that? And that could be either a bad thing or a good thing or just a total what the fuck moment. You know what I'm saying? That's literally what what the fuck is. So anyway, starting with the viral moments. And again, this is what I felt was the top viral moments of the year. So if I missed anything, you know what I'm saying? Put that in the comments, you know, let a nigga know later at the time. Let cuz know your opinion. But my top five in these particular orders. Number five to me was Queen Elizabeth's death. Now, personally, within the culture, we're going to really keep it a buck and say who the fuck out here was thinking about queen elizabeth but the fact that when her death was announced and it happened it was a worldly moment the world kind of stopped everybody celeb wise paid respects to the queen and it was just a moment that stopped time for a little bit you know what i'm saying the people in the in the culture culture knew what time it was and knew You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't celebrating oppression, but it is what it is. So as far as viral, that has to be up there because it was a viral moment, not saying the death per se, but just the like the the moment in itself was big enough to be that viral. You know what I'm saying? Now, from that point I got Number four being the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial which is considered the trial of the 2022 year. Now again this was another moment for me personally. Now I'm a big advocate of domestic violence and as far as being against that so that's what the case was about in regards to abuse on both sides. The summary ended up being Johnny Depp won his case against Amber Heard but the event itself was a viral moment because, again, it caught everybody's attention from the media standpoint and from Hollywood standpoint. And the fact that the trial, fun fact, was being held down in Alexandria, Virginia was a telling thing. So, you know, that being said, that was random, but I will have to put that as number four because it was something that was being talked about for the past two to three months as the trial was going on until it concluded you get what i'm saying now getting to number three this is where you know we starting to get more relatable <laughs> you understand but number three i would have to say britney grinder's arrest and of course for the people that do know you know if you don't know then you need to know and if you don't know then at this point i can tell you <laughs> but nah but Brittany Grinder, who is a WNBA player for the Phoenix Mercury, she went to Russia to play professional basketball to make herself become a millionaire or regardless of the millionaire status to further enhance her financial gain because she couldn't rely on her full WNBA salary. So that's why she was playing in Russia. She was caught in Russia with vape pens, which led to her imprisonment. Russia held her in jail for approximately 10 months. And she was sentenced recently to nine years in Russia prison. Now, the U.S. recently did a prisoner swap, for a gun smuggler don't even know the motherfucking name don't care because me personally and i'm gonna keep it short we really did not give a fuck about this man until the trade happened and then i saw motherfuckers around the world become gun smuggling experts and shit anyway the whole point is that britney griner is free you understand and that whole arrest debacle was super viral because this is during the Ukraine invasion slash war on Ukraine, whatever you want to call it. This is when Russia invaded them niggas, took over that shit, and shit. This got real. She got locked up, and then they held her down and used her as a political pawn to keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? But to summarize, that would be my number third option. You know what I'm saying? And of course, I want to say shout out to Brittany Grinder and her. Wife wife and her family because she's finally home back at the states and as far as next season for the WNBA, y'all niggas better beware because she was in prison with these russian motherfuckers that be fighting mma and all them niggas so she's gonna come back and put up 80 on these motherfucking girls man you understand (laughs) but continuing the list because that was number three my number two option for viral moments this year was the game wordle and for the people who don't know. Wordle is a game on your phone. It is an app. It is an app that is solely consist of guessing the word of the day. It gives you six chances to guess the word, and it's a five-letter word, and after the six tries, if you don't get it right, of course, it would then give you the answer. Now, the reason why this is number two is because when this game was introduced to us this year, it was the biggest sensation as far as video gaming you know or mobile gaming however you want to categorize it it took the fuck over you get what i'm saying and then from wordle you started seeing like other versions of the game from that point so you just saw the impact in in how wordle came about as far as 2022 you get what i'm saying now and of course that's number two I'm pretty sure niggas that's listening to this pod understand and should get where number one is at, and that's of course the Will Smith Chris Rock Oster slap. That to me is hands down undisputed number one moment, probably of this year. To be honest, like as far as a uh, viral, and I just said what the fuck. So that's uh that's definitely a spoiler alert for people that's listening going forward, because that's more than likely number one as well. Because when it happened, it was one in real time. All these shits happened in real time, but in this particular moment, it was in real time. And we were watching the Oscars, which is something that the black community doesn't strongly support. But in this particular event, we knew that Will Smith was nominated for the most prestigious award of the night, which was Best Actor. And... To see him eventually win that award and to then see that incident pop off, it deaded the whole event, like the aura, the atmosphere, what it was supposed to be about, which was black support, you know, black this, black that ended up being abuse in a slap. Now, people had their differences and feels about. Who was right, who was wrong, understanding Will's point, not getting it, people called him a punk for it, etc. Regardless, Will smacked the shit out of Chris Rock, man. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully motherfuckers going forward understand that talking about motherfuckers' family and girls, more so, it is not the move. It's not the wave. However you want to call it, it would never be the shit. You are a bozo if you feel like you speak on another man's situation when your situation is the man you a corny motherfucker but i say that to say that was definitely number one you know of the most viral moments and continuing because from that point I'm gonna go to the what the fuck moment So this is now the official top 5 What the fuck moments. So like I was saying with the viral moments The Will Smith slap was number 1 But we tried to pull A list of different things That was like what the fuck But not kinda the same shit that I just read From the viral moments You get what I'm saying So number 5 for what the fuck to me Was respectfully The Britney Griner arrest Because that was is still a moment of like Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really did this and trying to use her as a pawn. Now, thankfully, she got out. But just the audacity of Russia as a country to try to use that girl for a point was some corny shit. Now, again, that was number five. That's why I put it low on the list because it was still a category that can fit a lot of other shit. But I put it at number five because it was a what the fuck moment for me. Now, number four was, I would say ab and that's antonio brown excuse me his abrupt quitting of the nfl for the people who don't remember that that was technically the beginning of this year so that was when He was with the Bucks and he took his outfit, his shoulder pad, his jersey, threw his helmet out and ran off the field with the shirtless meme. That was that. So that was definitely like a what the fuck moment, because it was like, what the hell is he doing in real time? And then when you got the context, then it's like, okay, you understood. So that was number four. Now, number three, because, of course, now we're getting, you know, what the fuck. Number three i would say was elon musk buying twitter now it was more so like a what the fuck from a standpoint of the moment you knew that he was buying this platform the tie in which the platform was going from that purchase so that part right there is what makes it the what the fuck moment so that i would say i will put in three now number two is to me the Ari Spears, Tiffany Haddish, um, pedophile skits um, debacle, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was a point in the middle of the year during the summer when Ari Spears came out the woodworks and spoke about Lizzo in regards to her weight. And that led to a video skit of him and Tiffany Haddish performing a skit in regards to grooming a kid and it was very pedo- pedo-ish and they got clapped for that which they should have so the fact that you open your mouth about another person which means you wasn't minding your business and then in rebuttal some shit on your end comes back into play in the public eye and now you coming back and apologizing was the what the fuck moment because this was shit that we never knew about. So, and the sad part was if you never opened your mouth about Lizzo, we would have never found this what the fuck shit. So, that was some wild shit. And any niggas that's on that pedal shit needs to be canceled because that is some bullshit. You know what I mean? And of course, the number one is absolutely Kanye's meltdown. I would say the yearly meltdown. this man had a twelve month run of a mental health episode, and he said a lot of things that carried people the wrong way. people didn't agree with people deemed it hateful. He got banned from a lot of platforms, he lost a lot of money, he lost a lot of business opportunities, a lot of partnerships, and this is just me summarizing it because honestly. If you really want to invest your time more so in seeing what he said, you could definitely YouTube the shit. But this man has had a 12 month run recently of a pure mental breakdown. And at the end of the day, I just hope that man gets the honest help that he should be getting rather than the motherfuckers that's around him who are corny motherfuckers. So. That being said, that is definitely the number one what the fuck moment because before our eyes we saw a person, especially more so a black man, break the fuck down and just wild out, you know what I'm saying? And honorable mention, I will probably say Nick Cannon, you know what I'm saying? Because now I think about it, that's a what the fuck moment in itself. Like this man just woke up and just said, I'ma just have kids, you know what I'm saying? Just start fucking. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that gotta be a what the fuck moment in itself, you know? And and I got to say something on a side note, too, because not only for 2023, but I mean this for the rest of your fucking lives. I really wish and pray y'all niggas would just take a deep breath, one, and then mind your fucking business for the rest of your life. I promise you it is the easiest thing that you can do in mankind. You understand? Like just to wake up and not bother nobody alone is stress-free it should be stress-free but at the end of the day that leads to motherfuckers wanting to bother you but anyway mind your business and just mind your business, because it's like, god damn, like, once you stop caring about the shit that doesn't have an impact towards your life, I promise you, you gonna feel it, (laughs) you know what I mean, you gonna feel it, that's the best way I can tell you, you know, but we we gonna continue this recap, because like I said, it's for the love, and we gotta recap 2022 and close it off before we can move on to 23, you understand, so that was the what the fuck moments, you get what I'm saying, and As far as the, cause it was, you know, that, that, that was, I think that was it with culture because I had, I had funny moments and not even going to lie. I couldn't really come up with five funny ass moments off the top of my head because I'm really a bored old nigga. Like I stay at the crib under a rock. So I really don't, you know, but like it was two things that was funny one of them was definitely genuine and i'm just saying him as a person because one i respect this legend and what he's doing and what he's did but his current dancing is hilarious and i personally find it super hilarious because a nigga like me can't dance or shit you understand so at the end of the day it is what it is but genuine's dancing was very comical And it was very needed, too, because on some real shit, you know, it's a lot of fuckery going on. So it's rare that you get moments that we can generally just laugh at and just be that and then continue our lives. You get what I'm saying? So that was definitely a funny ass moment. Shout out to genuine. And of course from one legend to another legend the god usher man the watch this and when he did that shit the tiny desk concert that shit was hilarious and that was just like a small moment in the fucking tiny desk concert which was immaculate like one of the best live like virtual shows that we've seen this year but that little watch this shit was hilarious so those really were the two you know funny things like it's don't get me wrong and don't take This part of the episode like those are only two funny things this year because off the top i don't really like you could pinpoint some shit from kanye's breakdown that he's done and did that was kind of funny but you know and another mo- other motherfuckers i would add to the list as far as funny is gillian wallow man you know what i'm saying shout out the million dollars worth of game you know what i'm saying you know for the love ain't about powers we are about positivity so shout out to all the podcasts out there worldly and locally in the seven five you get what I'm saying, but them two motherfuckers are hilarious, you know what I'm saying, so definitely shout out to them, and I think that's it with the culture in, so... What I want to do is jump from culture to music, man. You know what I'm saying? Because now this is the shit where it gets real. This is where motherfuckers wanted to see where Lo's brain was at, like where my mindset was at. Because to me, when we get the music, a.k.a. sounds, because, you know, for the love, got 757 sounds and we got that coming up for y'all later. But for music this year, to me, it was immaculate. It was a great year of music and i mean that wholeheartedly like it was quality work now of course you got those microwave songs and sounds as well like those come and go records but this was the year of quality and i appreciate quality more than anything so with that being said and again this is not a top 10 this is a top five because it's a lot of albums that came out that was great so this is not to snub anybody because personally, now that I think about it, I really should've did a ten, but I did a five, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So y'all gonna have to walk walk with me. Shout out to Sheet loot, and you know what I'm saying. We're gonna get this five off. And again, this is my motherfucking five. So your five ain't my five. And if it is the same five, then fuck it. God bless. You know what I'm saying? So with music, with music. All right. So I'm going to start off with the top five songs of 2022 you understand so this is my top five songs of 2022 now this is all genres so I honestly should have did one for hip-hop one for R&B but me personally I just did all in one because this is the overall five in my opinion number five to me is any record from Beyonce's renaissance album (laughs) Like, like as I'm going through her album and I'm trying to figure out what record it should be part like part of me for instance wanted to pick break my soul because that was the single of the album before she dropped the album But I don't think that's the best song of the record. And a lot of people would agree with me on that as well. Me personally, not even just that, but I feel like any record from that album is damn near eligible to be picked as one of the best songs of this year. You get what I'm saying? And as far as that album, we're going to get into that at a later point cuz it will be brought up, of course. But that is my number 5 any motherfucking record from Renaissance. <laughs> you could pick any one and that's number 5. You get what I'm saying? Number 4, number 4 where we at? Cuz that was any record. Number 4, I would definitely say Kendrick Lamar, Rich Spirit. And that record on that album to me was the record that stood out as far as it being like record of the year type of feeling like like that's another album that's immaculate as well. But the song I felt like Rich Spirit spoke highly this year in 2022. So that would be in my list as far as top five records you know what I'm saying now moving on to number three is Wait For You by Future Tim's and Drake aka Aubrey Graham now for the people who don't know that record is a sample from Tim's original record "Higher," which she's singing on the hook on this record so with that being said the way that song came out and how it blew up like it's definitely one of the most if not the most viral records this year so that alone makes it in the top five list for me hands down you get what i'm saying and that record is fire so it's not a corny type of push it's definitely a dope record but that's my number three now speaking of viral my number two is god did by dj Khaled, J and wayne and ross almost forgot about ross my bad ross but that record to me i gotta put number two because of the j verse and the momentum and the level in which he carried that record now wayne got off on that motherfucker ross did his shit as well wayne snapped i feel like wayne's verse was just as significant is not more significant than holes because Wayne in a short time spoke on his impact in the game and humbly taught this shit and bowed out in an efficient way Whereas Jay and it's not a bad thing but Jay they gave Jay the key to the house to lay his verse and his verse was immaculate you know what I'm saying so that alone and ultimately the record itself being a dope collection of artists which led to a great song i put that at number two now with that being said to me the number one record this year is big glow fnf let's go fuck nigga free that is number one i don't care what nobody say that record right there is like universally some shit that all demographics can just agree to align with and just come together and have a kumbaya moment when that shit comes on. It's something about that record that brings new energy and coming from another artist that's just organically a dope person and has a dope atmosphere and personality like a cardi b makes the song even more fire you know what i'm saying so that's definitely my number one record this year the big glow record fnf that shit go hard and you know what i'm saying and my honorable mention is definitely johnny p's caddy by benny the butcher and j cole you get what i'm saying shout out to brick zelda shout out to benny shout out to cole because that is absolutely the verse of the fucking year i said the shit when the song dropped back in january of 2022 so this was at the beginning of the year when i heard this motherfucking verse from cole and said this is the best verse i heard this year and that stance still stands as we speak and into the new year of twenty twenty three. So with that being said, and I fucked up because honestly, that should be on the list for that reason right there, I have to put that up there also. So if it's not an honorable mention, I will put that tied with number five with Beyonce record. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta get at some love because I fucked up. So forgive me. But that's the top five plus one. You get what I'm saying? Now, with the songs, that leads to the albums. You get what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of body of work that's fire. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm a type nigga that likes to listen to body of work from top down. I don't like the singles. I need bodies of work. You understand? So this is. The album review. I'm going to start off with hip hop, actually, and then I'm going to go to R&B because we're gonna have an R&B conversation. You know what I'm saying? So nah, 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 nah. See, I just lie like that. Fuck that. We we gonna we take I take that back. You know what I'm saying? What we gonna do is the R&B first. You understand? And then we gonna get into the rap. So top five R&B albums. You know what I'm saying? Of 2022, number five to me. I would say Ari Lennox, Age, Sex, Location, Fire, I mean Immaculate, Body of Work, and for it to be her follow up to her classic Shea Butter Baby album, I thought the second album was incredible. So that's my number five. My number four is Steve Lacey, Gemini Rights. I felt like that was one of the most surprising Meaning, like, it was one of the best transitional albums I heard this year in general. You know what I'm saying? And it's technically listed as R&B. Personally, it's like like five, six genres, dog. So I'm not going, but to technically put it in the list, I put it in the R&B section. So forgive me, that's my number four. I think it's dope if you ain't check it out, listen to these albums. My number three is Sid, Broken Hearts Club. That to me is like one of my, it's actually my favorite R&B album this year. You know what I'm saying? Sid is like one of the ones as far as talent. Ain't nobody fucking with Sid. And if you're not familiar with Sid, she's the front woman of the internet, which is the group, R&B group, Fire. Album is dope as hell. You know what I'm saying? And again, if you check it out, listen to it. My number two album is Kalani's Blue Water Road. Now, I put that over the Sid album, even though the Sid is my favorite. So I know that sounds like contradicting or like ironic, but I put it above that because Kalani's album actually like was the most surprising as far as like not saying that she couldn't drop or do dope shit. But I did not think the album was going to be sonically as great as it was. To me, it was like one of the most underrated R&B albums that came out this year. And it was really a dope, solid of work. And personally, Kalani has an underrated catalog. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't get talked about a lot. So that particular album, to me, was a fire R&B album. And she did her shit on that. So that's my number two. And like I said, I know I was doing the top five. But to be honest, I had to come up with six because these six albums were significant enough for this year for me. And leading with number two, I had to get that to Kalani. But my other number two, which was a recent drop, and that was, of course, Scissors' S.O.S. album. That album, to me, was an immaculate follow-up to her first Control album, which is a super classic. The album was immaculate in terms of transitioning, subject matters, etc like the first record of the song which is the name of the album which is sos to me is a hard body way of intro and a body of work like shout out to jay Versace for producing that scissor killed that record and that album is number two man you know what i'm saying and of course that leads to number one and of course for numero uno it's it's queen B, man you know what i'm saying it's just it's it's a renaissance baby like i i like i'm not the biggest beyonce fan i'm not a part of the beehive you know what i'm saying there's nothing like that but at the end of the day i'm a fan of music and i love albums i love bodies of work like i spoke on stevie lacy's album being one of the better tra- transitional albums this year beyonce's renaissance album to me is arguably the album of the year, and that's in all genres. Cause to me, that was the best transitional album I heard in 2022. It was the best flowing album in terms of going from track one to two to three to four and on and on. Like it was that incredible. Like the transitions made each song match each other and blend. It was just insane. Like the it was a experience more than the album. So that alone. Is number one. And it has nothing to do with her star power, because that's one thing. But her talent was oozing on this album. And she didn't go the the African, you know, saver route. Cause we was personally getting tired of that shit when she was doing the freedom records and all that, which was cool. Did the Lion King soundtrack? But we wanted to see her go back to her artistry and her true genre beyonce form and she absolutely did that with this album and she pretty much told niggas to shut the fuck up because i'm her and we see this and it's like all right my bad (laughs) you know what i'm saying so renaissance is definitely number one and arguably album of the year and that's my top five r&b and quote albums three of those five are definitely r&b two you can argue being other genres but for this recap seat it's motherfucking r&b my nigga you know what i'm saying and honorable mention for that is definitely chris brown's breezy album definitely almost forgot to say that because chris brown was definitely close in my top five the only reason he didn't make it is because his album was too fucking long and the fact that chris brown has done this format for his last two three albums tells me that he knows what he's doing but now it's starting to get to a point where it's like it's becoming like playlist music where whereas like we can see it for the body of work of what it is like if chris brown next project is a 12 13 song project then that in my opinion could arguably be the best album that particular year when it drops because Breezy album is fire. It's just a lot of fucking sustenance. So listening to it, you you will eventually get burnt out and not even giving a fuck about the album. you just hearing a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is the 20th song for him now. So that's why I had to kick him out to five. But if he was to condense it and make it more quality-based, he would easily be top three and conversations as far as body of work albums but shout out to breezy man you a fucking legend you one of the goats regardless and we moving on to hip-hop man because to me this is the hardest shit in the world man i done listened to rap album after rap album and it was definitely several of them shits that had me like holy shit this is the album of the year (laughs) so for me to say that i know it was a great year in music you know what i'm saying but Let's get into these top five rap hip hop albums of twenty twenty two, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause listen, this was this was one of them ones. This was the category that was like the most prestigious in my brain as far as the year music and it's going with every year. And like I said before earlier in the pod, man, this was definitely difficult because it was a lot of body of works that gave me album of the year vibes. You get what I'm saying? So of course this is the top five for the love edition we didn't do a top 10 so we had to cadence it to add a little pressure and boy it's some motherfucking pressure man you understand but let's get with number five man number five for best rap album of 2022 now already we already having issues and difficulty because, again, this is five. So I really, really should have did 10. But number five to me is a tie already. It's a tie between Freddie Gibbs, Triple S, and nazis KD3. Now, the reason why it's a tie is because album-wise, I like the way Freddie condensed his album and formatted his album more so than Nas's album. I lean towards Freddie's album in regards to the format than Nas because Nas's King Disease 3 was a pure lyricism album where he was just bar niggas to death. And it was very nostalgic. And you can clearly see a Phil Jackson, MJ chemistry with Hit Boy and Nas. You know what I'm saying? We saw that from the first two ones in the Magic album. But this one is just, you know, they have a chemistry that's solidified. Freddie Gibbs, Triple S album follows his album run that's very underrated between his last recent drops with Bandana and Alfredo. And Piata, if you want to add that, and Triple S was like the final album of that stage. That kind of like spoke his story, and he went that route. You know what I'm saying? So that to me is tie for number five. Either way you go, I can understand that it's not a wrong or right move. You know what I'm saying? I have to give it a tie. But if I had to pick, I would probably pick Freddie Gibbs and then Nas. But I have to give it a tie, man. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely. Number five, aka six <laughs> you feel me? So now number four and again this is my five. So this ain't me saying this is the the one, you know what I'm saying? This is my five. So number four is Herbert by Ab Soul man. And again, the album just came out as you're listening to this episode. This album is no more than three weeks to a month old. It came out December this year, so it's definitely a late fourth quarter drop. However, the album is definitely a fire body of work is a very album of the year contender. The only reason why it wouldn't get that attention per se this year because of the late drop. So more than likely you should see Herbert getting the attention for 2023 being that it was a fourth quarter drop. However, being that it's technically a 2022 release. I have to put that in my top five because to me, that album is a beautiful piece of work in regards of self-reflecting and finding your purpose and going through mental health and the awareness of that. So I champion that and the body of work again is quality like. So it's definitely in my top five out of the pieces that I heard this year. And shout out to Soul, man, because that's one of my favorite rappers as well. So he's number four. Number three. I will have to say Kendrick, get what I'm saying? Now, Kendrick is my number three. And I say that in terms of kind of relating to Soul's album, Herbert, where it was the same type of similar approach where it was a self-reflective album. Kendrick definitely went to therapy on this album. He spoke to us the reasonings as to why it was a five-year gap pretty much from his last damn album to this album. And you kind of just saw a grown man become a grown man. So it's very telling and it's very self-reflecting again. And that's why when we was having discussions with this album, it was a lot of people that wasn't going to digest the album as much because it was very self-mirroring and looking yourself in the mirror and reflecting a lot of shit. So that was my number three. Shout the dot, you know, top five that are alive and one of the goats. Ain't nobody fucking with dot and this shit. That's just my humble opinion. And that leads to number two, aka Dose, which is Mr. 757 himself, Mr. Pusha T, Mr. One Half of the Clips. You understand? And that is, it's almost dry. This album is absolutely 757. It is very local it is very norfolk virginia beach etc it is very hometown and besides that point it's very quality yet again all these albums are quality so that's just a trait that all these albums have to be top five first and foremost but this album is very 757 so that alone gives it a little leverage and it's push a t man like i get it niggas don't like the coke rap shit but that shit is quality man for a nigga to say colgate coke the hood needs whitening i mean like when you think about it who in the world doesn't need to brush their teeth i'm just saying like it, it let me let me get them raps like you know what i'm saying i don't give a fuck what y'all niggas gotta say let me get them quality coat raps be you feel me so it's almost dry it's definitely number two and digestible is one of the best digestible albums if that's even a fucking word this year like it's just a fire rap album like dreaming of the past is one of my favorite records man it's just hard but shout out to Pusha T, shout out to 757 you know what i'm saying and my number one that leads to number one. And for me, this was the album that from top down was the best sonically driven, productive, et cetera. You could find any trait that's musical related to fit this album. And in my eyes, it fit every category and it was a twenty out of ten. And that album is Vince Staple excuse me, Vince Staples. Ramona Park broke my heart you know what I'm saying now to my knowledge that album came out around June July so it came out in the spring summertime but the moment I heard this album it was the greatest thing or the best thing I heard in this particular year or well, honestly within the past two to three years because Vince Staples is actually one of the most underrated artists in the new generation and now where his body of work and his catalog Alone is highly unspoken of. Yet this particular album to me was similar to like last year's with Isaiah Rashad when he dropped his House of Burning album. That album to me was my favorite album in terms of production, lyricism, subject matter, etc. Vince Staples pretty much incorporated the same thing with this body of work and it was fire. East Point Prayer with him and Lil' Baby is like the hardest record. And he has records with Magic and other records with Mustard. That's just very Cali and sticking to his sound. So to me, that was my number one album in terms of 2022 and rap. No album really in my brain and my ears was fucking with Vince Staples album. And the other four were in that conversation as well. Like, granted, these five albums I named six were... In my album of the year conversation, some albums that I didn't even have in my top five and honorable mentions like Joey Badass's 2000 and Larry June's Spaceships, those two albums were like album of the year contenders as well. They came out early in the year. And of course, I mentioned KOD technically being an honorable mention because that was tied for fifth on my list. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is not Rap Radar. This ain't, you know, B in them. So don't, you know if you want to cuss me out we can have side conversations on that shit man you know but that was my top five of music you feel me of course we did the records top five songs like i said shout out to cole and benny because that verse on johnny p's caddy is the verse of the year i don't give a fuck what nobody gotta say and that verse came out in january of 2022 so, for that verse to come out in the beginning of the year and to stand its own for the remaining of the fucking year tells you in itself that it's the rap verse of the year. The only verse you can honestly put against that is Jay's verse on God's Dead. And motherfuckers is bringing up Aubrey verse on fucking, um, I forgot what verse it is, but they're bringing up a Drake verse, and it's not. It's Cole's on Johnny P's Caddy. That's first and foremost. And, of course, we got the R&B albums. Uh, my bad for SZA, because I almost forgot you, but you definitely top five in that album. And, of course, the rap shit, man, just went ham this year, man. It was a solid, dope-ass year of music, you know, especially for rap. And hip hop and of course the other genres Did they shit cause Stevie Lacey You know what I'm saying came out the woodworks With that Gemini's Rights album And the crazy thing about That album for instance is that One record that blew up Forgot the name of it, but that record blowing up kind of took away the magic of what the whole album was. You know what I'm saying? It was just fire, and that came out right around the time that Renaissance came out. So it was just a dope thing of music, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, but we here, dog. So you know, we still going. This is, of course, the official for the love of 2022 recap. And at this point, we're going to get into the sports. You know what I'm saying? This is all my sports lovers, ESPN Sports Center watchers. You know what I'm saying? Fantasy football initiators slash commissioners. You understand? All my first take undisputed motherfuckers. This is for y'all, man. All my beloveds. And even the people that's not in the sports, it's for y'all too, man. Because what we do at For the Love is we promote positivity and progression for all, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we're gonna get into these sports and recap some moments of twenty twenty two because in sports it's a beautiful thing, man, to watch. To see motherfuckers lose, to see them win, to see niggas come up, to see the failures, to see the the rebounds, all that shit, man. That's the beauty of life, you know what I'm saying? And sports brings out joy and screams and all that shit. So Like I said, we're going to get into these moments with sports. What I want to do is just categorize as great moments, because, again, it's a lot of things we can talk about. And to be honest with sports, if you want to really look at the recap on that part, you know, they got ESPN recaps and, you know, pivot podcasts and things like that, because we all about pod love. So definitely check those out. As they'll give y'all a more in-depth recap. But at For the Love, man, because we've been talking about sports throughout the year and going forward. We're going to recap this shit. So number five for me was a tie. (laughs) It was both situations reaching a milestone. One was in hockey. The other was in baseball. So number five was Alex Ovechkin, who plays for the Washington Capitals. He reached 800 goals putting him second only behind Wayne Gretzky, who has 897, like three shy of 900 or something like that. But he reached 800. And the second person is Albert Pujols, who plays for the St. Louis Cardinals, reaching 700 home runs and becoming the first Natural baseball hitter without the steroid asterisk to reach that milestone. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, Barry Bonds ain't do it because they ain't proved that motherfucker to do it, but Barry Bonds is suspected of doing it. So that puts him under the asterisk rim. But that's my number five. Number four, and I'm going to come clean with y'all already. Three of these are soccer and is related to the World Cup because it was just that big. So however you feel about it you know what i'm saying we can deal with it at another point (laughs) but number four is the world cup final that just happened the past week and a half between argentina and france to me that was the greatest soccer slash football match i've ever seen in my life it was the greatest world cup match hands down i've ever seen in my life and As far as finals, it was just number one. I don't see nothing beating that. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a historian or a soccer purist that would tell me, like, there was a final back in 72 that was just as great as that and I would take their word for it but that one was insane for Argentina to start the match two up excuse me two zero and then Mbappe scores the last two within the last minutes of the 90th leading to that to tie the game and then an extra time to Argentina get a PK and excuse me they get a Uh, They scored the third goal off a messy assist and then for Mbappe to come back and tie that from a PK and then lead it to PKs and eventually lose. It was just the greatest thing I've ever seen in in my life. You know what I'm saying? And so that was number four which leads to number three, and that was Messi winning his first (laughs) World Cup. Now, I had to position it like that because three is the conclusion of number four. So number four was the match, and number three was the moment, which was Messi, who is wildly known as the greatest of all time, finally gets his prestigious award, award, which is the World Cup. You know what I'm saying? So right in that moment is great because it solidified his goat status and me being one of the Ronaldo arguers, I had to shut the fuck up and just solidify the fact that this man is the greatest. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. And at the same time, to understand that it was a moment that I'm witnessing and blessed to see for myself you get what I'm saying so definitely shout to Messi Ronaldo you still my goat you know what I'm saying but Messi's the goat and it is what it is so that was number three and that leads to number two and of course that would be Brittany Griner being released from Russia and the prison that she dealt with for the past 10 months this year in the Russia jail from the vape pen so it's a moment in itself because of course the mission in the whole entire ordeal was to get Brittany griner out and due to a prisoner swap we Got the job done, or excuse me, President Biden got the job done. So, regardless of how we feel about the president, he ended up doing his mission and his promise. And me personally, I don't give a fuck again about who we traded for this motherfucker to, to get. We got her out, which is the point. So, that's definitely number two. And looking forward to seeing BG go back in that WNBA floor, man, and tear shit up. And of course, more importantly, before she gets on that court, you know. Praying for her and her mental health and her family, you know what I'm saying? Wishing her the time now to just take all the time and get all the love that she deserves and hope she feels the love that she's missed over the past year. So and then taking that and becoming again the best basketball player that we know you can be and more from that. So that's definitely number two. And of course the number one greatest moment in sports hands down and this is another soccer reference get over it because this is definitely number one but that's saudi arabia beating argentina at the world cup and for people who do not understand the severity and the impact or the the visual have the imagination of this moment it was like it was like fucking China it was like and this is no disrespect to these countries of course but it was like China national basketball team beating the American team by 40 in basketball like you know what I'm saying it was like it was no way in the world that Saudi should have beat Argentina in that match because of the matchup on paper at the time in real life any aspect should not have led to Saudi beating Argentina to put more in perspective because you heard number four and three Argentina eventually became the world cup champions so not only was it a big upset or one of the greatest upsets in theory Saudi beat the world cup champions (laughs) and for Argentina's side it's, it's amazing because they went from losing to Saudi to eventually winning the World Cup. So And going back to Saudi's impact, it was so big of an upset that Saudi Arabia Prime Minister made the following day a holiday solely just to celebrate the fact that they beat Argentina. Not that they made the World Cup or that they won the World Cup, but to celebrate the fact that they beat Argentina. Like I said, who eventually became the champion. So that puts you in perspective. And again, that was the number one moment in sports for me. Shout out to all the champions that won this year. You know what I'm saying? And of course, shout out to my Ravens, Yankees, and all my other pro teams. You know what I'm saying? Because we coming out on top next year and that's all i got to say about that man all the espn sports countdowns they got espn and all the network channels for that shit so we're gonna move forward and at this point what we actually gonna get into before we cap off the episode and cap off the remaining 2022 year we're gonna get into 757 sounds and speaking of 757 sounds Being that this is the official For the Love of 2022 recap episode, a.k.a. the last episode of the year, I'm going to bless the people with a quality 757 sound music sleeper, of course. You get what I'm saying? For this one, I'm going to play my favorite record of the year. Again, this is my favorite record. It is ironic that it just so happens to be from the one and only Pusha T aka a 757 native and this record is from his latest album of course is almost dry which is a part of the top five best rap albums on my list and the record is called dreaming of the past shout out to yay as far as production credit and the record is fire and we're gonna end the pod and for the love 2022 with the 757 sounds man officially so again this is dreaming of the past Push a T, let's get it.
1: I was dreaming of a play. It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players, On, uh. We hollowed the walls and back up bodegas, On, uh. I, I got plenty. It's so many, yeah. They say, give me. He got plenty, yeah. Bruh. Niggas ain't flexing, you cramping My weight keeping niggas on the bikes Like amblin'. Weight loss, rent loss, scrambling Now pass the champagne to the champion My niggas get money, get money, get money Like yay sampling Gun stutter, make the drum line Like grambling, MGM Annoyed cause this bitch calling Lon Von Levin. Fuck who you stamping, them niggas just stand there It's not me, they censorin', block me You hollerin' top five, I only see top me Award shows, the only way you bitches can rob me It's level, this layers. so pray for the players Clip him, baby, if he flinch at the price of Bottega um. I, got I got plenty, It's so many, yeah Ain't drip you drying Kevlar in this Balenciaga jacket lining. You and your bitch income combining. I'm sending Lorraine Schwartz diamond mining. Find I came up with Enzo Drifters, So you got to understand there's a difference. There's window stickers and window lickers. You know the type. Always tryna get in your picture. How it's tryna get the dope through. In your sister, we won't bagging up the work. Wouldn't be no dishes, be no Christmas, mistletoe, be no kisses. Made a way for ourselves. We ain't need no wishes. Ah. It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players. Um uh. We hollowed the walls and back up bodegas Um uh. I got plenty, it's so many, yeah. They say gimme. He got plenty. yeah Walking down like and pray the house to be mine Could have bought it But I ain't like the way the kitchen designed Born in a manger The son of a stranger When daddy's not home The family's in danger
0: All right, all right. That was Pusha T, dreaming of the past. You get know what I am saying? AKA my favorite record of twenty twenty two, and that was, of course, the last seven five seven sounds of the year. You get know what I am saying? So, of course, this is episode five zero, and it is the twenty twenty two for the love edition, and we recap a lot of moments. Regarding culture related moments, sports, and of course, music, and also just celebrating the first full year of the podcast, which is for the love. You get what I'm saying? Definitely want to send a round of applause to the people. Of course, you know, round of applause to myself for providing this content to y'all and being blessed to give y'all this listening and all the 757 local talent that's out there. And the reason as to why I'm doing this podcast, because like I said in the beginning, is to listen to not only my perspective, but the talent that we have around the area, which is Tidewater Peninsula, 757, Virginia shit. You get what I'm saying? So starting this year, wanted to give shout outs to Steve's Kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Chris Teva representing that. You know, shout out to all the talent that came through and pulled up on the pod and spoke their talent and provided sleepers for 757 Sounds for people to listen to. And of course, you know what I'm saying, for the projections of 2023 for this podcast, we're going to keep continuing coming at y'all next. We're going to keep providing those 757 sounds and the talents for y'all. We're going to definitely work on revamping the podcast and make sure niggas can see the God. Because I know people are coming at me saying, yo, we need the visuals. So that's the next year's plans. And more importantly, you get what I'm saying? Everything we do, man. for the love so with that being said it was a blessful year want to thank all my supporters First and foremost, yet again, always, you know, what I'm saying from all digital streaming platforms. Of course, that's my SoundCloud, who been repping me from the beginning, and of course Apple and Spotify. And shout out to my other medium platforms. You know, my TikTok. Follow me on that. Follow me on Twitter, etc. You know. And we we here, man, you know, we always gonna be here. So I say that to say last but not least, you know what I'm saying, the cap off twenty twenty two. Everybody, you know, keep minding your business, drink your aguas and wash your ass, you know what I'm saying? That's everyday aspirations and of course more importantly, keep your head up and just maintain what you gotta maintain, man. And and last but not least to all of our loved ones brothers and good sisters out there we want to say rest in peace you know what i'm saying a lot of loved ones that we lost within the hip-hop culture our culture and just great people period and including the great the goat of goats mr pele you know what i'm saying so for the love sins our wishes to those people we gain angels and people who are dealing with this loss and grief just know that we are here and they're looking above us man and on that note i will end it on five zero. and y'all have a happy new year and god bless